every just about every Friday and um, at 1 p.m. Central Time. We are also on Rumble, YouTube, TikTok, uh, Spotify. So make sure you follow us there on all social medias. It is, uh, wow, one of the most expansive series that we have conducted. It is um, extremely powerful, divinely powerful. That's going to completely bring you into awareness and um, just phenomenal yeah, phenomenal you all can write in there we go so it looks like we are live and we are good i'm not seeing any comments yet in in chat so just some and there might be a little bit of delay but you can find more information about me as i also wrote galactic soul history of the universe which you can it's a past life regression but also channeled information um has what we're doing today is we're remote viewing antarctica so some of that already so you can understand the construct that we are currently in and um so we can start walking our most organic timelines and path a lot of what is happening on earth is a lot of victimhood a lot of control so this series galactic soul history of the universe brings you forth into sovereignty awareness so that you don't feel like you're a victim anymore you stand in more of the empowerment and you realize how actually divinely powerful you are so that's what that series is about. It also is bringing forth memories from the universe and also our earth, true galactic soul history. So yes, make sure you check out that book series. Book one is found under Amazon in audiobook, and I mean in ebook and paper and audiobook is under my website, Rising uh, Phoenix Aurora audiobook, okay? risingphoenixaurora.com where you could also find more information about what I offer, my services. We, uh, I offer aura hypnosis sessions, past life regression, as well as raw reiki and quantum galactic akashic readings. Love to meet you face-to-face, um, -face, whether it's through Zoom or in person. We are also conduct, we've been for the last maybe four years, we've been uh, bringing forth hosting retreats in person the next retreat is in siesta key we actually do still have the one spot left so i think it's waiting for that one person that's maybe procrastinating love to meet you there so you can learn how to start walking your more so organic timelines and you're becoming the healer the healer that exists within you for yourself and your loved ones and the public if if you choose it as well so very powerful self-healing techniques um we're in this world that we need direction. We need to learn how to become the alchemist that we were born to be, that we were born from. We were born from this very alchemy. So this, this retreat and also the online workshops will teach you that. So the next one is in Siesta Key. And then the one after that is in May in... 111 send love to the earth in may in eureka springs and we've been talking about eureka springs and how powerful these energies are okay so make sure you go to my website sign up i love to meet you in person but otherwise if you can't meet us in person um you can then sign up for the online workshop which is, teaches the aura hypnosis and the raw reiki as well we have the isis priestess course we have quantum galactic akashic that we teach it both you can purchase all these courses on demand under my website risingphoenixaura.com come learn and expand and activate your third eye your your dna chromosomes your strands come come be all that you've always wanted to be to step into that embodiment because this is what you do through these courses you do this for yourself we are a foundation of it but you self-attune yourself so thank you for joining us here i love you with all that i am this is going to be one of the most powerful um, so, uh, transmissions we've ever delivered uh, because this content get ready it is um, wow just amazing are we are you all able to chat I don't see any chats do you um, is anyone chatting Gina you want to test it out 
I don't see the chats, anything coming up, but I'll check it out. See if you can chat, if you can type there. Okay. All right. Wonderful. And let's see, we um, write your comments, your questions now in chat so that we can go ahead and answer them. And um, we already have a whole list that we haven't been able to cover from the previous series, previous episodes to the series. Um, but yeah, write them there and we'll ensure to cover as many as we possibly can. Okay, and you saw me holding up my torch. The reason we do that is because we do not consent to any haters or trolls. And if you are specifically getting paid by the dark forces to troll me, which by the way, I know who you are. You keep following me everywhere. Um, so stop. <laughs> I don't consent to you. Keep your entities to yourself. It will be your dark energy to, to transmute, not, not mine. It'll be yours, so don't even bother. Okay. All right. So let's see. Oh, good. We got a couple of you guys chatting there. Beautiful. Thank you, everyone. Wow. All right. So let's get started, you all. Let's get started. Oh, yes. So Gina, say hi. She's going to be asking the questions because today when I'll be remote viewing, I'm remote viewing with my third eye, all of these different um, visions. I'm also time traveling through my third eye to remote view in times and spaces, which I will be communicating over to you. So with my third eye, I'm astro traveling, bifurcating, remote viewing, all of this sacred content that we all have been waiting for. So Gina will be, I'll be back and forth in the theta brainwave, which is the form of is hypnosis, theta brainwave. And it is a very natural brainwave that everyone is in and out of, we just don't realize it. And then Gina is going to go ahead and ask me the questions as our back and forth remote viewing. So Gina, go ahead and say hi, love. Hi, everyone. I'm Gina. Uh, I have been with Aurora now for about three years and all of her beautiful teachings, whether it be the or hypnosis, raw Reiki, galactic cash reading. Oh my gosh, the list goes on and on. She has such amazing content and trainings and she shares it so much with all of her heart and we're so grateful for her. Uh, and if you want to find me or any other practitioners, you can go on orapractitioners.com and you can find me on clearheartsoflove.com. And thank you so much for being here. We love you. And make sure you write your questions uh, in your comments so that way you can be part of everything we're learning as well. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. And this video will be available only on Rumble and Spotify as it is part of our sensitive content. However, you'll see a preview on YouTube. And then also check out the clips that we make on your TikTok because they're very powerful. They're also very good if you want to just briefly share uh, with someone the, the content that, so that they could come and watch. You can just share that quick short clip TikTok and it's very powerful. We are doing really good there. We're just a month and a half. I think I'm up to 4,000 subscribers, which I think is, is huge just in, in a month and a half. So make sure you go there as well. All right, let's get started. My gosh, you all. Wow. Okay, so we are, so we're in part, so about two weeks ago, we channeled part five, right? And and you heard through that remote viewing that there was another, other humanity outside in the lands of Antarctica, and they weren't aware that we were here, and we weren't aware that they were there, and they were performing experiments on them and some dark stuff. Okay, so now we're going to take it further into those specific lands. So I'll be showing you images so you can understand the concept of what I'm speaking of. Okay. <sighs> 
by, by the way, happy holidays for ever, for anyone who celebrates um, any of these holidays. Happy holidays to you. Love you. Okay. And what I'm going to share now is this has been huge for me because I've been remote viewing into 1587 when this map was made. And uh, yeah, time traveling there, the map Urbano Monte. Urbano Monte. Okay. Wow. So this is um the main one that we'll be using, right? But actually, before we go into that one, let me show you the one that we started off in. Okay. The Tierra Infinita was the closest map that I could find in that time and space that I could use to reference. However, all our content is very unique to whatever might be written there. It is what we're remote viewing and we're getting from the angelics, from source, from Divine Mother, Divine Father of Creation. Okay, so when we look at this right here, this is us here at the center. And then here are the Antarctica walls. Okay. So we're about to go into these lands here. Okay. They're not quite a match to the map I'll be using, but they're good enough here. These lands here. And I wanted to explain. So right now we're talking about these direct lands outside at the Antarctica wall or outside the Antarctica wall. Then there is another layer of a ring that then brings you to the outskirts. And this is where we found the benevolent beings we spoke of that were beautiful and gigantic and magical. And we're holding up the crystalline dome to not to keep these um, entities um, quarantined, right? We talked all about that. So today we'll be talking about new things, new things that we um, Every time we do a video, it are, there are new things that we want to discuss. Okay. All right. So here we go. Okay. So when I started remote viewing, I started seeing, and we use the map as a reference. So before the lands became ice, before... They use technologies to freeze these, create an Arctic wall so that we won't see what's out here in these outskirts, these lands. See that? Those lands, right? All of these lands beyond Antarctica wall. And these lands that are directly at the Antarctica walls, even back then in these uh, 15, 1400s, or even um, say the thousand millenniums, is, um, there have been these rulers here. So if you look here, all these rulers, there's actually even images on this map. Interesting enough, some of them look similar to the races that they're right under. So for example, this man right here, this man right here is darker skin. And where is he under? Africa. Okay. So this, what I can tell you is that these outer rims of these mans that were ruling these places, we thought that it was perhaps just the English and the Spaniards 
that spread out and conquered all the in just about all the indigenous places that they could find, maybe islands, specifically North, North America, South America. I can tell you that this one here, this dark man here, and these dark men here, okay, so we're looking at these lands here, this dark man, this man here, which dark as in dangerous, they've all decided that these families, basically, yeah, and they're the, yep, seven, nine families that we have heard about. They didn't come from England or Spain. What I was seeing in this time and space what that was that they came from these outer lands. You understand? So they were conquered by these outside races that were on these outskirts. The indigenous were conquered. Now, if you look here, you're going to see a centaur right under the Americas where we talked about where we put all the pyramids at in the previous channeling when we remote viewed the pyramids of Earth. You see the centaur here? You notice that there's no man governing these lands. Mm -hmm. And when you're looking at, these, at this map, you will see that every other land has a man governing the lands. There's none here. This land, for some reason, is free. And I do sense that there are some benevolent people still there, perhaps part of the uh, inf uh, Tierra Infinita, um, people, ancestors of ours that went out out of this spring of control. And the centaurs were the ones that were part of assisting all these indigenous people, specifically in Mexico, North America, they were the guardians of them. So what I'm seeing is this grand battle that happened. All these dark forces, these mans out here that ruled these other lands, then went and attacked these this sacred land here, the centaurs. Right here, they attacked it, and they then at that point, in the times and spaces after they did that. And our, the timing also, remember, it's been altered, so it won't sometimes match exactly to what they have written in Google or in their history books. But after I know that they conquered this, then at that point, it's like what they were doing here in the centaur location, what they're showing me through my third eye now, is that they were providing a force field for the indigenous people to carry the Atlantean information that we talked about in previous videos. So you definitely, again, if you haven't watched the other videos, you want to watch them. And you also want to watch the one where remote viewed the pyramids that's found under YouTube. Okay, so once they brought that force field shield down of the centaurs and benevolent beings here, then they were able to conquer and go to the Americas and Mexico and anywhere where there was still indigenous people who were one with the earth who were still not who weren't yet programmed okay and they took over them and they you know indoctrinated them to the false religion control systems the schooling we know all about that okay all right so we understand that so then there was a fall there that they all attacked these sacred lands and then 
we see here that so once they they be, they attacked that energy there then they were able to go in here then what they did is that they split up continents how many continents do we have we have seven and how many families are there supposedly seven right so what they did is once they came out from the outer lines then they completely split up the lands inside then they came up with these new world orders diabolical plans on how they were going to continue their control so there are civilizations out past that antarctica um wall okay so let's see if there's anything else i want to share there that they they that i saw when we're reviewing this okay mm-hmm you see this you all there is a direct you can literally walk into antarctica right there through south america and then the other locations are also um this is in, in spanish or latin i believe i think it's spanish but it, um but it's a little different I can, I can understand it just because i know spanish um but some of these places like for example here we are here this feels like australia here and then all these isles here these are the closest there besides um uh, south america where you could directly walk there's also at the pole at the bottom of every single one of these lands like the bottom of south america we talked about this before oh africa and south america in other parts where they're closest to these ice walls there's penguins and so on because they're closest to the ice wall right okay there are also very much lying to us there are so many more lands that we don't know about like um these oh, look at all these aisles here okay so yeah this is pretty rad this this um this map is just exciting for me to look to look at it and to be able to see it energetically um, it's just phenomenal. There's even an angel here. I have to look into that further. I have to meditate on that further, and I will get back to you guys on that perhaps in another video. wonder why there's an angel there, but um, we're not talking about this time around, but we'll talk about it in the future. Okay, so, yep, that's what they did. They came in from the outer lands and conquered all the inside. And then they started erasing our history, started making us think that we were a globe and there's nothing beyond the Arctic walls. <sighs> yeah, crazy. Um, and then let's see what else, if there's anything else there, and then we'll start taking some questions. Uh huh. Tell me what you guys think, add some questions here. Mm -hmm. Okay. Wow. So it's interesting the colors too that this is coded. It seems like the red is more of the drier lands. See, because if you look at here, see how this guy here, this nasty man here, um, seems like his lands were more desert looking. But if you look here, there, it's red in the in these energies here where there's uh, like Arizona areas, right? so it's just amazing to look at this map and how accurate it is and i just actually found it last time 
So it is amazing to look at this actual documentation that matches what we have been speaking about. It's just, to me, it's just, wow. <laughs> I've been so excited ever since I found it, okay? All right. So stop sharing that now. We understand that. So add your questions to what I just shared, okay? All right. I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I want to share before we go further in. I feel like we'll get a lot more. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm going to continue to remote view this map and I'll get more content along the way. Um, but yes, so go ahead, Gina. What are some of the questions? Okay. So are all of the planets flush with each other? I guess they're asking about the planets outside of the map. Um, they are like we explained in the first videos. Um, they are like flowers of life, spheres that are intertwined, like the Vesica Pisces at the center. So that's how they are, but they're all parallel. So we've already answered this, this question in previous uh, series. So make sure that you're watching all the series and maybe you take notes so that you could understand everything. So yes, we've answered this. And yes, they're all intertwined in some form, but also like we said, that fan explanation we explained in previous video, you may continue. So I'm going to answer things that we have not answered. You may continue with your questions. Okay. Uh, so a military man had an, a near-death near experience and saw huge crystal structures very clearly. Is this the same thing as he was looking out at the outer edges? Yes, I'm getting yes. Mm -hmm. That's what he was seeing. I can see these huge crystals that he saw. They have, they have multiple points, like a... Fast, fast, like a raw crystal that has multiple points coming out of it, and they're sharp at the ends. Yeah. So, um, hmm. interesting. There's definitely formations like that out there in these sacred lands that were sacred, but then what happened specifically, though, going back to the map and those men's, is that they got compromised by negative aliens. They that's how they started plaguing the mine, and. Um, you know, this is how we talked about with Laura Eisenhower, who I have a show with, with Cosmic Mother Rising on the Rumble. So if you haven't subscribed, go subscribe. But one of the videos that we talked about, AI alien invasion, we talked about how these dark grays and reptilians and dark aliens compromise the men that were the rulers. So even then, before 1940, they is what we explained that the late 1930s 1940s is when really the aliens you can say landed on earth through dark portals that they basically gave information through to this these men through their consciousness downloading it in like you would do with a computer because they were a matching vibration to these dark forces especially after they went and conquered and killed and raped these children and women burned them to death i personally have indigenous memories and they were horrific you all horrific they would take children and they after they rape them they would toss them in piles and burn them alive and the children were screaming this is how disgusting and horrible these women were so christopher columbus didn't come from say necessarily spain or england he actually came from the outer lands and it wasn't just him it was all these families that are 
part of the New World Order, depopulation of Earth. Okay? And, yeah. So, what was I saying before that? Let me drink some water. I forgot what I was saying. Mm -hmm. Here. Whew. Mm -hmm. I lost where I was at. <laughs> it's okay. I'm back and forth, so you have to bear with me as I'm back and forth in the quantum realm, and then I'm back here also in this human body. Um, so what was I saying right before I said that, Gina? Because I can't remember. Goodness. They were you were trying. talking about Christopher Columbus being from the Outer Lands? Yes. And they were burning the children. And... Yes. Um, yeah, I can't remember quite what I was going to say there, but yes, that's okay. I'll come back to me. And, um, mm -hmm. yeah. So what was the question you asked before this that brought this on? Uh, it was about a military man. Oh, the military man. That's yes. right. Okay. So. Yeah, I think I feel like I communicated what I needed to communicate there. So continue on. Go ahead, ask your questions. Okay. Okay. Is there any information about the crystal skulls that workers claim to have found in a pyramid in South America? And are the crystal skulls for real uh, that they found? Yes. Um, so I do feel um, that these crystal skulls uh, I don't know, for some reason they give me the creeps. <laughs> when I tap into that energy, it feels dark. It doesn't feel like it's a benevolent consciousness that's speaking through this crystal. And also their heads are elongated. I know an alien race that is very dark that has this elongated head and they're part of the dark Anunnaki. And I feel that they went through and placed these crystals in these locations to compromise the locations. I do not feel that they're positive in nature. And I would personally, personally, myself, would never connect to one of these crystal heads. Now, do I believe that there are positive crystal heads? Yes, there are some positive ones. But any specific ones that are having a longinated head like that would be typically negative. Yeah, let's know if chat is working. Um, Zen is saying he doesn't feel it's working, but that's okay. Um, hmm. Well, we have a lot of questions, so must be a technical issue here that we're live here on Rumble. So just keep an eye on it, Gina. Um, and yeah, so I feel that they were part of these grays and these particular, particular, they're not like grays, they're these tall slender things with the elongated head and they have these mouths that go like with teeth inside of them and they expand almost as big as their face uh, yeah a little bit like demigorgons and um so those specific ones are related to them and planted to invert the human race through different pyramids okay um all right Let's see what else. Mm -hmm. So, um, but going to the benevolence, speaking of the benevolence, there are crystal heads. Crystal heads are important to us so long as we, we used to sculpt them ourselves back in the times of where we would do these kind of things ourselves. 
So, um, but typically you don't want someone to sculpt them for you because if you sculpt them yourself, it is a sacred information that will be given to you through your soul signature. Um, so we've been taught to buy sculpted items from people, but typically no, it, it would be matching their frequency and you don't know what type of frequency that it will be and what kind of um, entities they channel to create that skull. So they can be sometimes dangerous but feel it out if one feels good for you uh, so don't feel don't feel fearful about this if one feels good for you and it helps you connect to love then that's all that matters um, maybe whoever sculpted that would be a positive being okay um, i am just a very highly intuitive developed beings so i can sense everything and all the timelines that might have been created or energy that might have been fed into what someone else created for you so therefore it's best to create your own things always and that's what we've always taught since lumeria Mu, sumerian times and so on atlantis okay so um yes go ahead Oh, specifically for the skulls, the reason why that's important is because it's not just like someone sculpting you like, uh, I don't know, maybe they're sculpting you a guitar or something like that. No, this is like, this is something very sacred. A skull would directly link you to your Akashic and your memories. So how could someone sculpt you a skull and that would be a matching vibration to your Akashic when you are the only one that's in charge and guardian to your Akashic. Now, of course, you do have guardians there. Like, for example, some of my guardians are benevolent beings from Egyptian that you will see. I see Toth and Anubis and they're guarding my specific Akashic and I have dragons there as well. Alchemical dragons guarding these um, and archangels and so on. So, how could someone else sculpt that for you? Because that's really what the skull means. It's a sacred memory, consciousness of what your brain and your consciousness is throughout the multitude of the universe and the multiverses. Okay? So that's why someone can't do that for you. So continue with your questions. Yes, and I'm checking the chat. I'm not sure that it is working, just, just so you know. Okay, that's okay. We'll just continue on. That's all right. Okay. Hopefully next time you all, it works. My apologies that you all are not able to comment there. Hopefully you're able to still hear me though, which it looks like you can. So go ahead. Someone said, uh, I know that Toth was putting his body into regeneration pods. I always thought that some of these giants that we found were already in stasis. How do we know that they are not soulless? until a soul enters the body could they be incarnated bodies like npcs and could they upload consciousness when they are ready yes okay um something that we could do is i know people probably have a lot of questions so can you guys write them in the comments below not in the chat because i think you can do that i just saw a comment come through um so zen keep an eye on the comments under down below instead of the light chat so guys write your comments there in comments and then we'll get your questions answered that way okay so yes back to the giants yes i do feel that some of them went into yes a, a stasis and um they were put into stasis by their own kind I do also see that there are giants still in some of these mountain ranges that people have actually seen on TikTok. i saw this one video of the man recording a mountain climbing 
a giant climbing a mountain and the military came and it looks like unfortunately i think they they did something to the giant in that video and then that guess what that man came up missing um shortly after which is really sad um but yes so the giants some of them put them uh the majority of them put the sums in stasis but I also am seeing some that then there's both. There's always going to be both, unfortunately. So wherever there's a negative, we will also find a positive to it. Nothing will always just be directly negative. Something there's almost always be light to the darkness. So I do see that the the military though and these families that we talked about in these outer lands do have this advanced technology that can put giants into stasis and other people into stasis because when in the book galactic soul history of the universe especially in book two and book three and the ones that will be coming up in the future and then actually the last chapter in book one we talk about the matrix pods and in these matrix pods they have technologies in the lands where they're keeping people asleep so if they find for example a benevolent being say they find a seraphim being incarnated on earth or any type of important being that it would be important for them to genetically make clones out of they will abduct these beings and then put them into the pods and then they could do all sorts of experiments by creating clones and um different dark things from this being or they want to study it experiment on it like all those experiments that we have watched in our earth's history happen but a lot of them we don't know of that they're doing of course they've only shown us glimpses of some of them that we got to see ourselves like you know when uh, Adolf Hitler started doing the experiments on people so yeah um oh that's what I was talking about oh my goodness it brought the memory back so what happened was um we were talking about the map and we were talking about how they went and invaded all these countries, the seven continents that they split up amongst each other that are then directly linked to the lands typically that they're right under the ring on the map that we showed you. Okay, so again, this image here so you could understand what I'm saying here. So there's these here, these lands. And whoever's running these lands are closest to the seven continents that they ended up possessing. Because they're parasitic entities. And clearing energy. <laughs> Goodness. I'm trying to say it. And there's, there's some, let me see. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm trying to see what's going on here because um, it's like um, being stopped. So maybe I'm, it's not time for me to say this. Let me let me look into it. Hold on. Give me a minute. I'm gonna meditate for a minute. Yeah, so then in the late 1930s, 40s, that's when they were giving the negative technology that we talked about through the AI alien invasion. And then they were able to spread it out. 
And so there, then they convinced, these dark aliens convinced them in that specific moment in time to go in and start doing some of these wars. At that point, then they had, say, landed officially in the closest way I can say are, I guess, physical form, just because they came through dark portals that the these four fam these seven families these families found these portals but it was given to them through their consciousness and then that's how those dark aliens came in and then they started spreading out throughout the different lands and they're the ones that told them they're also clones as we talked about they're inside these these um original it's like they make the clone bodies, but they can't live too long, and then they have to keep remaking them. So you can say the soul is just being replaced into these different bodies, it's being taken the consciousness back and forth into these bodies. And then that's when they came up with the biological plan of all the infringing. And then when they decided then at that point, they um, the ice wall started to build, and but I'm seeing that more so more, um, maybe like early 90s, um maybe 1800s at some point in 1800s these walls started building because they started giving them alien technology through downloads and then it continued on and continued on and then they started changing all the history so now we're at you know in the 1900s now 2000s and everything has been really a lot of it has been erased from our memory but we still carry the memory in our dna right because our dna holds the memory Okay, so hopefully I explained that really good and you all understand that. Okay, Gina, let me know if you have what's next. What other questions we have? So what is going on with the great aliens AI they're breeding in Chicago? Since they are inorganic, the greys, besides keeping one's frequency high, how do uh, we get rid of these as they're controlling the people, causing them harm? Uh, and harming others. Thank you. Yeah, so these uh, these grays are, as we've talked about, they're half organic, half AI, and they can just make them. They make them like those artificial wombs that you guys have been seeing that they're making. That's how they make them in their labs, similar like that. Okay, so that's, we definitely want to stop that um, from being allowed in any form. And yeah, so then they could just make them in these artificial wombs and then they spread them out in different locations, but they specifically love to be, not love, but they really like to be in their great UFO disc ships that then abduct people constantly. I don't think people realize how much they're, how much like their neighborhood or their town is being abducted if you're not shielding and you're not consenting. Just about all your neighbors are being abducted and being performed experiments on um in book two we really are going to talk about this archon thing and and this abomination it is and ultimately they're puppets to this archon thing and they're just on a program that it has downloaded into them so because they're part ai they it can download these programs of what it wants to do and how it wants to eat off the light and it's never going to get full because it's an emptiness of light and no matter how much light it feeds into itself. Ultimately, it's never going to be light again because it separated itself from source of light. 
So um, what we can do is the biggest thing is to continue to communicate about these dark aliens that are harming people, abducting them. You know, they do all sorts of experiments with them and their eggs and um, their sperm. And yeah, uh, a lot of people, there's a lot of confusion too with like hybrids. Uh, some people think that they made contracts and agreements with these aliens to supposedly have like gray babies, hybrids, that's false. Be very careful if you're a hybrid mother, don't go to any site and, you know, there's like hybrid community for mothers don't do that you're going to target yourself and they're going to they're going to you're basically contracting for further abductions so yeah be sacred treat yourself sacredly and yeah um with sacredness comes a lot of say secretive information that you really want to guard for yourself so the best way to do this is just to bring awareness awareness and a lot of people have memories of these grays. They have seen them in dreams. They they have like these erased memories that seem so familiar and they're trying to remember them. So we are the advocate. We we have to continue to use our voice. Yeah, continue. If every divine and universal law has been broken here, why and how could an advanced civilization watch the continual abuses? So it's not that they're, um, they're not, a, so what's going on is that since we have free will, we have to honor your choices. So if you are being abducted, most likely you decided to allow that in some form. Maybe you're not shielding, maybe um, you accidentally, you can say when you were sleeping, because you're not shielded by source of light, maybe you don't have enough crystals around your soul, so on. You, when you were traveling in time and space through your consciousness, they saw you and made you have agreements. You ever have dreams where they try to give you papers you have to sign? Don't ever sign those, especially. But if you start shielding, you'll be able to recognize them. Because you're not shielding, you've always been taught it's fear-based and you're not using your source of light around you. This is what's allowing for them to just scan you and then infringe upon you. So it is your choice. Now, the minute that you start shielding, what happens, you all? You start remembering your dreams. You start remembering, oh, my God, there was this dark entity that tried to infringe upon me last night. But because I had my shields, I was able to remember that they tried to do it, and I was able to stop it. That's why. So if you don't want so this is the reason why it's because you're not stepping into your empowerment your sovereignty so therefore you're choosing that dark path in some way whether you want to admit it or not you are in some form you you cannot blame anyone that's when you become narcissistic narcissistic in nature or victim right the greatest narcissists are the biggest blamers and the biggest liars so you don't want to be that that energy that embodiment instead you want to take ownership upon your decisions whether they were this life or past life that you are working out in this time and space in the now so take ownership take responsibility and once you understand it then you can start really releasing yourself from these things uh, sometimes you guys you you're not doing um the shielding and we talk about it in the first book there's a couple pages of it 
And we also have a course on how to shield under my website, risingphoenixoverworker.com. And all my courses start off with these foundational needed um, sacred alchemy. Okay, so that's the main reason why you're being infringed upon. So once you start, say, surrounding yourself with source of light, st stepping into your sovereignty, your empowerment, then you're high, vibrating a higher vibration. So you're calling for assistance. Or a lot of you also have been programmed to think that you're being a pester of pain to call for assistance, to call for your angels, your guardians, source. It's like you're bothering them. That is, again, false programming. So you need to get past all this negative, arconic, new world order programming and start stepping into your power. Then when you're matching in the matching vibration, you're up there but till then you're in its lower vibration of infringement they cannot overstep your boundaries so benevolence cannot overstep your boundaries they cannot you must ask for help and that's when they are allowed to come in only negative entities do not need you to ask them for help those are the ones that overstep your boundaries so you will hear also lies about that that's a lie continue with your questions so uh, overall we need to we need to, um, um, the benevolence has to follow the sacred laws of the universe. And just because you chose to break uh, those, allow for someone to break those laws upon you, it sometimes um, you chose that path. So they have to respect your free will. If they overstep the free will, then they become archonic and parasitic in nature themselves. They cannot, they have to let you do what you want to do. We are not dictatorships or hierarchy and none of that stuff. So they must respect your choice. All they could do is keep sending you love, keep sending you synchronicities. And then up until you start embodiment source. And then you start seeing, oh my gosh, this gigantic team around you, circles and circles of these benevolent beings around you that have always been by you, but you couldn't hear them and see them. They were always there. That's the other thing is that they're always there. You just weren't the matching vibration to hear them and see them. So it's not that they're not there or trying to assist you. They are there, but you need to raise your vibration. Oh, there's ashes <laughs> um, to be able to get there. Okay, continue with your questions. In regards to the Vesica Pisces, Someone says they've always seen the universe that has bubbles like that, bubbles and bubbles like the Vesica Pisces, and they're really large. Are these all tesseroid fields? So I don't, I'm not familiar with tesseroid fields, but I do feel that they are toroid for, toroid in form. They do have donut consciousness. It depends on which bubbles you're seeing. The bubbles that are collective consciousness or individual consciousness, they will have um, be toroidal in nature in bubbles as well yeah continue with your questions okay there's a couple of questions here kind of about the the space program um somebody wants to know about what secrets if any do you think the new james webb space telescope will uncover so what they're seeing through these beautiful telescopes is that they're seeing the projection of the universe beyond beyond say the dome and um i think it'd be grand and beautiful i mean we're gonna we're gonna learn more about how expansive our multiverse is and really how if some of us can remote view and see some of these images that they'll be able to capture 
once they zoom in as far as they can or as as they call it many light years away um some of these places that you're seeing will be multiverses i feel is that i'm seeing um, pockets of spaces of multiverses as well so yeah i think some beauties will be found through that telescope continue where is the artemis the space rocket that was just sent out where was that going it was definitely going into the outer lands as we explained prior i am seeing this one here when i looked at it they said it's this one that they went to right here this one that is okay so right under australia that land so then what's yep so it's heading in that direction i don't know what it's doing there but i know that there are experiments going back and forth they're doing something there hmm. and um yeah let me see if there's anything else i get on that uh -huh. hmm. okay wow so i don't know i see some kind of like they got some kind of technology going on there in these lands i see these structures that are really weird looking they're like they remind me of the archon thing they're they look like beams multiple beams and they're all sticking out like I don't know what they're doing there, but guys, it's really creepy. Uh, what are you seeing, Gina? You see something? Yeah, it's like um, I've seen the same beams you were. They kind of curve over, and it's like they kind of project over. Mm -hmm. There's some kind of projections. Yeah. So what is it? Why do they send the, the spaceships over to these lands? Why? Why are they doing that, right? So what are they carrying in these spaceships? Well, one, they have to keep on the persona that supposedly we're going to outer space through these spaceships. Hmm. But really, they're going out to the outskirts of these lands, right? So why do they... Thank you, Gina, by the way. I saw. I see what you're saying. Um... And then they come back. It's like some kind of like mark black market. Something's going on. They're storing something in that spaceship that is bringing something out from here to there. But why do they have to go across to these lands? Why do they have to do that, right? Um, what I'm seeing, Aurora, is that they're carrying it over. And it's it's like those are the specific portals to the areas they need to go. So they could just transport them there, like like the people who say they've, you know, had those experiences on Mars and things like that with the secret space programs. Yes. Kind of like they use those portals. Yes, I agree. So there must be some kind of a portal there, some kind of dark portal there that they're working on. So what I'm seeing is like some kind of specific um, important metal or mineral, some kind of special metal, something like that that they're taking on this on the ship. Sorry, hold on really quick. Um, 
Okay, so there's just some dark energies that we're trying to clear out from the space. Okay. All right, um, so out from the, there's some dark energy right above. Okay, so let's see what else we have going on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, so let's see. What's, what else is here? Yeah, so I think that's as far as I'm going to go there. <laughs> in this moment in time so we're going to come back okay <laughs> all right so what other questions do we have <laughs> okay someone asked are there two suns and then there's another part of that question i'd like to add uh, as far as the two suns some people say that the second sun would be something called nibiru and is that a part of the outer lands or is it a, a planet okay so um let's see there are, so there are two suns. Interesting enough. So let's look at this map, y'all. I was looking at it and trying to decipher it again energetically. So okay, there are actually when you look at this map, there are two suns. Okay. So right here, I didn't realize this. This is so cool, you guys. See here, there's a sun here. Okay. And this sun here, see it goes around what we, they would call the equator, right? Look at that, you all. Remember we remote viewed this? Okay, so it goes around right here, the ring, and it goes around and around and around, right? Okay. Also, what's really cool, guys, is that right at the center, some of these places, so we have specific places that are near the Arctic that, remember how we talked about how the sun goes like, like this, like in a circular motion like this, orbiting? Okay. All right. So, somehow the arctic the center part has never some of the places never the sun the sun doesn't go down in okay so some of the places like norway will have months where the sun never goes officially down also there's um the highest portions of canada iceland alaska finland and sweden so or some of them will have full dark. So that's really interesting, something that we could all look into further. But there is a sun there and there are two suns. So the other sun is out here. See this? See it? And it spins around for these lands. So it's interesting. Are we seeing, sometimes when we've been seeing the sun, I do see that though the sun will the, has been bifurcating energetically, just like the earth and the moon. But I'm wondering if sometimes these suns would energetically somehow align, and we would see different formations in the sky that are causing this. And then since we are talking about the sun, okay, um, let's see. Since we are talking about the sun, there is some kind of filter. We talked about this already. They have like the cloud filter, but there is some kind of false light over the sun that is technology 
So even though we in the organic can feel the sun and its potency and its beauty, and we know that it's sourced through it, there is a technology that these dark things um, have put over the sun, okay? Okay, all right, so let's continue on here. So go ahead, you can ask your questions, love. Okay. Uh, someone would like to ask uh, what you thought about the videos of the different volcanoes that are erupting in Indonesia. They saw a face of what they say is a goddess. They wanna know if all those eruptions around the world are a good thing for cleansing for, for the earth, or are they a bad thing with the dark forces trying to destroy the land so they can't have control anymore? Uh, and what is the symbology of the goddess appearing in a good natural event? Yeah, so that's Mother Pele or Divine Mother that you're seeing through the volcanoes because she doesn't just connect to, of course, Hawaii. She connects to all volcanoes and there's different goddesses that are essences of these mountains. And beautiful enough, this week we're going to have the mountains speak through an aura regression that you can watch under YouTube. The spirits of the mountains speak. Okay, so um, I do feel and see that the volcanoes, uh, ultimately what they're trying to do is they're trying to transmute the negative energy on Earth. So then they're erupting and they're spreading this with this energy that erupts, they're transmuting the dark energy on Earth. So that's why you're seeing goddesses in the formations within the volcano eruptions. Goddesses laying, I know in Mexico, there is a, a mountain that is in the shape of a goddess of a female laying, it's really beautiful. So they are reminding us that they were the gods and actually even so specifically the one in Mexico, like Mexico that I'm talking that she's laying down, she was a giant that then went to sleep and became the mountain in ancient times. So, yes, I do feel that it's positive. Um, I personally love lava and fire myself. It just feels so wonderful. When I went to Hawaii, I, could, I laid on these lava rocks and they just completely rejuvenated and gave me rebirth like the phoenix. But we also know that they've taken these beautiful benevolent symbols. Like, I think that um, from our understanding that some of the dark forces, they use the phoenix in an inverted way. They call themselves like the order of the phoenixes, which is absolutely disgusting. But these are the most sacred symbols and embodiments. So, um, yeah, and that they're just inverting to further add magic to it, just like we always teach you guys. Okay. So, yeah, positive, and it's balancing Earth. Continue. So, we live in an illusion like the Matrix. What individual event will trigger our ability to see what is real beyond the green screen? Sorry, I'm muted. Um, yes, can you say that again? Repeat it. So we live in an illusion like the matrix. What individual event will trigger our ability to see what is real beyond the green screen? I think the biggest thing is the flat earth, guys. When we start looking at it and we realize, so if it's a globe, why would 
the Arctic areas have no sun. I mean, have the sun up for that amount of time. Technically, wouldn't it be kind of darker there? And there are some darker spots there. So when we start questioning and looking at all these things that make absolutely no sense, I think the biggest thing is what they've told me is really realizing that we are in a flat earth because we're in a third dimension and because planes of existence are layered on top of one another and they spread. So yeah, it's, 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 um, it's happening. It's there. Um, so it's interesting too, because the minute that you talk about flat earth, the the people who are so programmed to it being a globe they attack you they're so pissed off they think you're absolutely insane and they won't even listen to what you're saying that is actually very common sense um so yeah continue with your questions so uh one of my guys just asked me to show you something really quickly with this globe that i have right here just so oh, we yeah. can kind of point out a point yes um so with the globe, you know, we have what we have, what we're normally shown, but we've been told all of our lives that Antarctica is the largest continent. Yes. If that is true, <laughs> why is it barely shown on the bottom? Yeah, It's a very small area depicted. And if it's the largest out of everything, why would we show that? Mm-hmm. So... There's another thing just to kind of point that out. Yes, I agree. I agree as well. So keep questioning, keep looking, keep searching yourself. You are meant to be. This series is about expanding your consciousness and your mind. Continue activating your heart so you can start questioning these things that make no sense. Yeah, continue, love. What are the questions we have? So someone wanted to ask if we couldn't see the ancestors that we have, unless we are in the 5D consciousness, is that correct? Uh, can you say that again? Sorry, you're muted. Uh, we couldn't see the ancestors unless we are in the 5D consciousness. Is that correct? Um, so the ancestors, it depends on which ancestors you're speaking of. Are you speaking about the ones that are directly outside the rim? No, they would be more like third dimensional beings like us, the first circle. But the ones that are outside, yes, they would be more of a five fourth dimensional beings. Okay. So those you can see when you're operating in a fifth dimension and in your imagination, your third eye, your consciousness. Um, and the other ones, you can see them physically if we ever make it out these rings, this uh, Antarctica ring, which I think we will eventually, right? Someday. And I think that would be the biggest part of when we will start collectively ascending out, really. Okay. So I was, goodness powerful video today i was wondering why my torch was lit up so strongly even now look at that palo santo doesn't normally do this right guys <laughs> all right go ahead continue so this next question kind of uh, ties in about the ancestors and the sun some believe that going to the light after uh, death is a trap 
to me, I always felt it was through the sun or wherever it is we need to go. What do you think? So I, I feel that um, there is a through the heart inside inwards into Mother Earth is how we're ascending out. Um, those souls do come in through the portal of the sun. Okay. So we come in and then we come in through the positive portal of the sun. And then as a soul group, we come in and then we go inwards out into our hearts. It's always inwards, right? That's how we ascend out into through our hearts. And then our, when we go inwards in through our hearts, then we connect inwards into Mother Earth's heart. And then at that point, that's that gateway that, that um, we call it the underworld. But again, false programming, the Egyptians, the guardians that guard this these sacred energies, they're guarding her till in this moment in time. And they'll guard the sacred energy until we ascend out. And once you're matching vibration, your heart to that portal there that ascends you out, then you're out. Yeah. So um, I think we, we used to go out through the sun, though, in the past. Um, but then they changed. Uh, it was changed, especially with the fall of Atlantis. If it shifted and then now we go inwards through her heart of mother and out. Continue. And we'll take a couple more questions. I know we have so many questions, so we're probably going to run it about an hour and a half. Okay, Gina? Mm -hmm. So this one... Go ahead. Okay. So this one is uh, a follow-up from the last time. Uh, they were watching a lot of videos where they were finding red mercury as powerful tools. Uh, and they wanted to know, is it real? And what is it? Red mercury. You're on mute, love. Yeah, so I have not looked look how this is. <laughs> I haven't looked into the red mercury. Um, so what are they saying about the red mercury? Can you explain like, um, is it are you saying that it's the tools are made out of the red mercury? What are you saying? So explain that further so I can try to answer that for you. <laughs> I, I think I saw the same red mercury video. And what it is, is um, it makes it look like this red mercury kind of move stuff around and and has these special properties but some say it's kind of deadly so i do feel that in all metals they are adding um obviously bad metals in it mercury i mean they they were just recently a couple decades ago putting mercury in light bulbs and they pop and there's the mercury just everywhere right so i do feel that there is bad toxins in tools so something you'll want to look into um, shielding them and asking for any dark energy within these um, tools to be cleared and to be careful with them, especially divine masculine. I know you guys use a lot of tools or us females that could also that love to tap into our um, handy women's um, use tools too. So look into maybe which brands your guides will guide you into that. Yeah. So uh, they are secretly putting mercury in different things that we don't even know about. Continue. You're muted. <laughs> Ain't no sunshine when she's gone. Ain't no sunshine when she's away. Ain't no sunshine when she's gone. 
this home, you know. Okay, <laughs> I don't know why um, they started singing that song in my head. I think that's what we are. A lot of us are like, who's our sunshine in our in our home and our family? And a lot of us, you know, a very important role that we play. And um, yeah, the fire's still going wicked over here. It's awesome. Oh, goodness. Ah. And um, think about you being that sunshine for your family and how you are to that. So whether you're a male or a female, become more of the embodiment of that sunshine, the source energy, and be the heart for them. Every family should have a beautiful heart balancing. Yeah, so go ahead, continue. That's the majority of the questions right now, but the in previous awesome. videos, mm -hmm. there were some chats. Um, there was several people who were saying how uh, they loved the series and they were letting us know how activating it is, confirming lots of different things that they've been seeing. And they're just absorbing it all and they're very grateful, sending lots of love. Mm -hmm. um, and then another practitioner was uh, talking about the dream that you shared, the previous dream, uh, mm -hmm. that it was upsetting that they saw, they see what the vaccine is doing to clients and different family members, but they're grateful every day for your teachings. And that uh, the, sh the truths that you're sharing and that the part five of the series uh, was really expansive. And they had a session with a client who worked on clearing certain negative Mars energies that were also wow. linked to the royal family. Wow. And they also talked to uh, a client that they had speak of negative aliens under the ice in Antarctica. Whoa, that's that's amazing. So the more that we come into this awareness here within this rumble channel, you all rising Phoenix Aurora. The more that this will then spread throughout Earth, and you are going to see people coming to more awareness, being able to tap into this knowledge, because that's how we work. A person gets an idea, a person gets a sacred download, we share it with the collective, and then it spreads. And then all of a sudden, everyone is getting information about it because it's time for it to rise, to unveil itself. So this is a time we are here speaking to you. Um, communicating this to you because it is the time for us to to start unveiling these these secrets that they keep us within okay um and then i'm just going to look over the questions and make sure we're good before we finish up uh so someone says some some believe that going to the light after death is a trap to me i always felt it was it was through the sun oh yeah they said oh you you asked that right so yes um it is there is though in book two we we talk about it key to ascension go to my website under risingphoenixworld.com there's a transcript there i actually have some preview transcripts in there or you could actually purchase a preview to the next book series and we talk about how there is an artificial light that traps everyone the minute that they and that's part of the inverted matrix the minute they pass on they go to this um artificial light which is the archon artificial intelligence thing uh so let's see what else mm -hmm. yeah so i think we look good okay anything else we want to add you know we're good yeah i think we're good is there anything else you want to share um just before the end of the year messages or anything like that or ah, yes <laughs> Wow, were you guys working 
very very hard this week especially like right before the 21st portal happened maybe in dream time where you're having some powerful dreams so we're all collectively working in these times and spaces and shifting not only the collective's energy but also our individual timelines as well so keep on working keep setting your intentions keep shielding with your source of light it's so beautiful to because then you receive continual information from your higher self it'll be easier for them to connect to and actually reach you just like a phone call away and they can connect to you um keep growing phenomenal uh, i'm sure that you guys are going to ensure that after you watch this video you're go are going to also research it yourself and the more that you research some of this content that we're talking about that we're remote viewing and delivering over to you the more that your consciousness your um, light will expand because you're going to find your own answers as well yeah share share more um add some more here questions in the comments make sure that you hit the rumble to help the algorithm with this video do it now before we finish up maybe you know purchase the map that i was showing you go well from um urbano monte 1587 and start discovering what you discover as well share it with us here and we can share it in this video if you like so let's all continue to grow question everything and um, love one another continue to send love to earth and let me see if there's anything else I feel like we've covered everything that we needed to cover. Yeah, we are good so we'll see if there's a part seven I do feel like there's going to be a part seven because I feel like we just tapped into this map that I found last episode. And there most likely will be another. Thank you for a lot of you guys have been waiting patiently, impatiently, <laughs> as someone keeps writing in comments every time we say we're going to have one of these. Um, thank you. Wow, phenomenal, huh, you all? It's just phenomenal. Ask your children, the little ones. Ask them what do they what do they what do they view? What are their thoughts on the what are their thoughts on the flat Earth? What do they get? You know, ask them what their opinion is at and what they're seeing and sensing as well. Of course, teach them the shield as well, but they're going to surprise you with some of their answers that they're giving you that they'll be able to see with their third eye and their imagination. Okay. All right. Thank you guys. Thank you for being here. Let's finish it up with a song. I forgot to start it off with a song today. Oh my goodness. So let's finish it up with a song as we must always do. And um, yeah, some people were asking, like, what are some of these songs? Like the drumming one is Rhythm Scott. So these are songs that I purchase to use. Um, so that's Rhythm Scott. Another drumming one is by Kyle Preston. And then the ones that are like hip hop are Deuce Williams. So let's see what this one is here. all right i'm just gonna play a random song here for some reason there's no volume so well i don't know what's going on there <laughs> maybe they want us to play another song let's try it. let's play a drumming one yeah i don't know what's going on with my sound here weird okay that's all right let's uh finish it up with a song um in our in our in our consciousness <laughs> and let's just dance it off 
dance to your favorite song in your mind yeah <laughs> play that song <laughs> and just dance it off because technically i can't play other songs and unless i buy them here we go dance and sway to the oceans of the waters and we'll rise up rise like the waves will rise up i don't think i said that right <laughs> rise like the day will rise up and we'll do it a dozen times over again for you for you for you for you we will rise we will rise and for that we have each other and for that we have each other and to finish it up i want to share this lumerian word with you guys that we have yet to share that is so sacred and um i have it in here somewhere do i have it written yes right here so um some of the words i'm not able to share because they're so sacred so this is actually not lumerian this is crystalline language and again light language it was given to us by a child so something um is one of the songs that i love to sing you guys is yorona right um you guys have heard me sing that a couple times um lorona lorona l-o r-o N-A means I'm free. And they want you to be the embodiment of that. So this is crystal line light language. Lorona. Lorona. I am free. So when you're doing your shielding, your sovereignty, I am free. I have no attachments to none. I am free. So it's interesting enough. In the Spanish language, they inverted that a bit. They made it into, so even though the words, the Spanish language has words that match the light language and the crystalline language, they changed the meaning to it. So in this, in Spanish, Llorona, 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 similar, see? It, and it means crying, <laughs> but it actually means you're free in, in crystalline light language, okay? So yeah, I was wondering why I always love that song and that name. Thank you everyone for being here. Please just subscribe, share this video as far and wide as you can to all your groups that you are part of, all your social medias, your telegrams, share it everywhere. Thank you for being here, the most beautiful souls here in comments and in chat. And I will see you guys in part seven. We'll see what we channel next time around. Maybe it might be part seven. We will see whatever it is, it will be dynamic, just as dynamic as it was today. Thank you for being here here with us. I love you, honor you, and respect you. Lorona, we are free. I am free. Free your spirit. Talk to you later, guys. Love you, love you, love you. Ah. <sighs>